feels perfect Other days it just ain't working The good, the bad, the right, the wrong And everything in between Yo, it's crazy, amazing We can turn our heart through the words we say Mountains crumble with every syllable Hope can live or die So speak life everyone for tuning in with us tonight. Um, Rodney, how are you doing? Tammy, I am great. Uh, it, it has been a lovely day, a busy one, more so in the afternoon, but it has been a lovely day. Um, we are expecting uh, nice weather tomorrow, but then, you know, uh Thursday, there will be a lot of rain, and Friday, it will be extremely cold and very windy. So uh, just trying to enjoy each day as it comes and uh, and just keep it moving. Of course you are. That's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know something? Uh, I don't know how many listeners are uh, sports fans, and I know that the, uh, the NCAA uh, men's championship is tonight. Um, but um, I did learn today that uh, Patrick Ewan, uh, who I've always been a fan of, uh, one, because um, I'm a longtime New York Knicks fan, um, but not only that, um, he's just a, a, a great guy um, in general and always has been, um, and no team and I would say over the last 10 years or so, no team would give him an opportunity to be a head coach in the NBA, which I thought was crazy. Um, But today um, the story came out that he's going to be the new head coach at Georgetown University where he actually played basketball um, in the 80s. So I'm glad that somebody's finally giving him a chance to be um, in charge of uh, in charge of a program because I, I think it's long overdue. And so if I can connect that to the title, that Pat- man Patrick has had Ewing? to wait all these years. Huh? Patrick Ewing? Patrick Ewing, yep. Really? Okay. Yep. And so connecting that to the title, you know what? <laughs> his, his time on the sidelines, because he's been an assistant. People, like, will bring him in to be an assistant, but no one would hire him as a head coach. And Mm -hmm. so that has come to pass. 
he is now <laughs> going to be the head coach for Georgetown University. Wow. Well, congratulations to him on that. What I remember when I had to patch you in tennis shoes. <laughs> yeah, that guy's been around a long time. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, hmm. I'm definitely uh, uh, grateful to share that news this evening. How are you doing? I am good. As I was sharing with you guys before, a little um, just want to be sleeping tonight. Like I could really just get in the bed and just kind of sleep for the rest of the afternoon and, and start again tomorrow. But other than that, I won't complain. I won't complain. So, because all this shall pass, right? Even to my tiredness. Even your so, tiredness will pass. Exactly. A new day will come. Um, so I'm doing, I'm doing good, just uh, ready for a brand new week and get started and ready for a whole other weekend as well, but I'm not rushing it. So, Amen to that. Um, like I said, we're, we'll try not to. I was actually sitting here flipping the TV trying to get to the channel that the game is going to be on, and no luck yet. <laughs> I thought it came on at 8 o'clock. Does it? 9 o'clock? Uh, is it on? It'll start about 8.20. It'll start about 8.20 uh, your time, but it's on CBS. Okay. On CBS. Okay. That's why I was missing because I was all up on the other top numbers. Um, so I know we want, I want, I actually do want to try to just, Look at it a little bit. I don't know if I'll look at all of it, but I want to kind of just watch it a bit, yeah. and I hope it's a good thing. So we'll get going into this. Don't plan on being around too long. I am I am not able to open up the chat still on this. Um, hopefully I'll be able to drop my computer off tomorrow. I heard from my guy today about my computer, so hopefully I'll be able to get it to him, and I'll be back up and running and get off of this tablet Um so, so I don't so know if be, be, before I let you continue, I must tell the listeners that uh you guys Tammy went from a raggedy phone to now she has a raggedy computer. But we're gonna praise the Lord anyhow. <laughs> because this too shall pass. I'm gonna have me I, I got a new phone. So come on now. It's not me, it's the providers. That's who that's that's Reason for the phone now. The computer is just old. I probably do need to upgrade it, but I'm on. I'm gonna get that baby fixed, and I'll upgrade later. I'm. I am. I have you attachment keep my. I, I just like to keep stuff. So, um, it feels like I. I don't know. So I'm gonna get my computer fixed now. The phone I can't help you because that's that's AT and T. Um, it works when it works. That's all I can say about that. I need to pay them like they like my phone works. That's what I need to do. So, but I'm gonna go ahead and um, Rodney, you want to read the episode info, or you want? Do you have your computer up? If not, I got it right here. Uh, I just didn't know. If you... Of course, I got you right here. You ready? I'm ready. So. Um, again, for you guys listening out there, if you are listening online, you can type your comments. Um, Facebook, uh, you can send us uh, direct messages. You can text us. You can email us, whatever you feel the need to do, and we will read your comments out on the air. Um, everyone is anonymous on the Butterfly, Butterfly Evolution Show unless we just know you. 
um, but we do like to keep our listeners anonymous and let you reveal your own identity. That way, if people are coming in, uh, people are calling in, or people are people are coming into the conversation, and um, they really want to protect their questions or their comments because you just never know who's listening. Uh, we like to give you guys that comfortability, so. Please, please, please know that you do not have to reveal your um, identity, uh, but we do uh, welcome and appreciate your questions and your comments, so please don't hold those back. In fact, uh, it makes for a, uh even more interesting dialogue, so we definitely appreciate that. Um, if you would like to call in, the number is 818- Six nine one seven four zero six. Again, the number is eight one eight six nine one seven four zero six. And if you would like to uh, ask a question or leave a comment, just press the number one. If you're listening by phone. Uh, so tonight's topic is this: two shall pass. And we want you to think about your last and most difficult challenge. Did you get through it? How did you get through it? Did you learn and grow through the challenge? For sure, there will always be trials, challenges, and occurrences in life that by choice will make or break you. I'm going to repeat that to me because I like that. For sure, they will. there will always be trials, challenges, and occurrences. Here's the key part that by choice, meaning it is up to you, these things will make you or break you. Tonight we plan to discuss and share the importance of accepting and embracing life, whether it be good or bad, but just accepting those things as they come. Don't allow what we call life happening to defeat you or Feel the joy of the day. The gratitude for blessings um, and the beauty of life. Excuse me. We want to hear what works for you. What gets you through the difficult times and situations? Tammy, I'm going to turn it back over to you. All right, Rodney. Thank you. Um, and, and this, of course, comes from, from, from my very own personal challenges. Um, even now and looking back. Uh, so I kind of, again, not knowing where to really go with tonight's topic, I thought, you know what, I was thinking, actually humming the song, um, or those words, this too shall pass. And as I thought about life and every time that I have gotten to a point where I thought, this is too much, where are you, God, um, why, and that kind of thing, I look back, and that day doesn't seem so grand today. That day, today, it 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 doesn't feel like it felt back then. So that that means that I got through it, as so many of us do all the time. But when we're going through those things, when when life hits us, when life happens, I like to call it, because um, what I have found too is that we don't. We don't want to go through anything. We want an easy life. Um, and that is just not life. That's just not life. 
um, especially if you are traveling this road or you're trying to, I would say, purge yourself. If you're trying to grow your way out of any circumstances or situations that you feel have left a mark on you, that you feel that is unfair or was unfair in your life, um, I, I, I know that we just don't like to go through things. We want this easy, simple life. But I also see that anybody who has, I'm going to say, crossed that line of maybe understanding, wisdom, discernment, faith, true peace, a true in, internal peace has gone through much. Even if you look at some of the people like your your, your Tony Robinson, I think that's I think I'm saying his name right. When I when I listen to some of these people who are sharing, who are motivational speakers, and they're sharing, they have a story, and you hear their story, and you think, how did they get to be here at this point now? Because they went through something, and at some point they realized that no matter what, this too shall pass. A new day will come, a new way, and then even a new challenge that will make this one obsolete. And so that's what tonight's topic is about. When you get to that place where you're going through something, if we would but go back and remember the very last challenge that felt so very unbearable, how did you do? What did you do? Who was your source? And, and, of course, I think it's, it's always, I'll say for me, um, even knowingly and unknowingly, as I look back, it's always been God that has gotten me through. And I can't, always, I can't sit here and say it had, had all to do with my faith, probably more of God's grace and mercy. So that's what I wanted people to be able to share um and if not, share, think about, because, again, we're either going through something, coming out of something, or preparing for something. Maybe not preparing, but there's something around the corner. And the the other thing, Rodney, I think is so important, I was actually um, having a conversation with someone today, and I noticed how we often minimize someone else's storm. We kind of say, oh, well, that's not, you know, that's nothing, and that's no excuse. However... We cannot do that because what what's little for me could be big for someone else because we don't know what they've already come through and been through. We don't know what growing up was for them, and we don't know how people hold on to stuff. And we know hurting people hurt people. So I think a good thing to come out of this as well is less, and this is something that I, I need to work on. Let's not try to minimize somebody's um, things that they're going through because, again, it could be very small to us because maybe we have, we've had many more challenges that we've come through, but we all have had them. Anything, Rodney? Tammy, you have touched on uh, so many things, but I want to go back to um, – the description, the show description, and that is we have to remember one thing. No matter what comes our way, we have a choice. 
it may not necessarily be the choice that you want, because how can you grow? James, the first chapter, the third verse says, the trying of your faith worketh patience. Your faith is going to be tried. Ronnie, it's going I, I, to be, I'm looking yes. at that verse. You have just said <laughs> that is so awesome. I and, and, and Oh, gosh, go ahead, because I'm looking at that verse. That's the very place I was going next. Go ahead, do your thing. <laughs> but we have to remember that because no matter who you are or where you are in life, whether it be mentally, uh, physically, emotionally, spiritually, you have faith. I tell to Mary all the time, um, so far I haven't found a scripture that proves me wrong, but I had never heard in the Bible or never read in the Bible that um, God gives us all, um, what do people always say, Uh, God gives everybody a different interpretation, and they're referring to the scriptures, and I told to Mary I'm not saying that it's not in the Bible. I'm just saying that I haven't seen it. But what I have seen in the Bible is that God has given each of us a measure of faith. And with that, and faith is is believing. So we all believe in something or some things or someone or some people. Like you, you have faith. You have to understand that your faith is going to be tried. Meaning, whatever it is or whoever it is that you believe in, something is going to happen to see how much you you really believe in them or you believe in it. Because it's easy to say, I believe in God when everything is going right. Mm. But it gets a little challenging when you're wondering where God is, when you're wondering why it's been six months and you're still facing this trial. It, it, it gets a little tougher. And I remember uh, uh, my former pastor He used to say, if you ever want to know how well your marriage is is going or is doing, look at the negatives. Measure, Measure the success of your marriage by the negatives. In other words, don't tell me how you feel when everything is great. Tell me how you feel when everything is not so great. Where is your heart when your spouse does something that you don't like? Where's your heart when your spouse does something or says something that you don't agree with? Because then you know where your marriage really is. Then you know where where your marriage stands. You know where you stand. And so when our faith is tried, you have to understand something. The reason why it says that it worketh patience is because you have to wait. You have to wait. Because it's not going to just happen. 
I believe that I'm smart. I applied to 20 different colleges. And six to eight, six weeks have gone by. Haven't heard anything. Two months have gone by. Haven't heard anything. Now, do I question how smart I am? Do I start to wonder why these schools don't want me? Do I start to think, mm, maybe I was fooled? It, it works with your patience because you have to wait. You have to wait. So you become a more patient person. And what that does is when you find yourself in situations after your faith has been tried and you, and your faith is being built or you're growing in your faith, now when situations come up, it's, I can handle this. Why? Because you, you're a patient person. Go ahead, Tammy. Um, why do you make me think about um, James? I'll go a little bit further up into James, uh, where it talks about count it all joy when you fall into divers or tempta- temptations, knowing this, um, that the trying of your faith, again, that's what you just read over, work is patience, and you bought the marriage into it, um, and, and any other thing. But that, you're so right, it takes patience. We have to have patience. But you think about the patience that we have today, not just for our issues and problems that we're going through. And I think if we would take the time to go through them, to go through those things and really say, okay, God, um, how do I go through this? Help me go through this. Slow down just enough to hear and receive whatever it is out of that time, receive it and be willing to move forward and trust God enough to even if it's not what we thought or how or when, we still are ready to get it and move Mm -hmm. forward. I wanted to, I I came across this, um, one of the teachers that I used to work with in, Georgia, Nan Fletcher, I saw this on her page, and I told her I was going to have to steal this because with all of um, the the title is Slow Dance, but with all of the things that are going on in life, especially how busy we are, how disconnected we are, not just from God, but from even the people who are closest to us. Like, I'm still just amazed how often I'll go out to eat and I see people sitting at the table, couples, husbands, wives, whatever, and they barely say two, three words to each other because they're both, their faces are both buried in in technology. So they're out eating but very few words. And so I'm wondering how do we expect not to have more issues and more things going on because we're so disconnected from life and God. You know, and so we're going to have those things either way, but just imagine um, how people are growing through or going through what they're going through now. Mm-hmm. If they don't have if they don't have God, if they're not trying to figure out what is this about, what is the lesson in this? Um, do I have the patience even to wait for the glory for God's glory to be revealed? 
um, and things like yeah. that. So we become so, so selfish in that. So I want to share this this poem uh, that I came across on her page. It's called Slow Dance. It goes, have you ever watched kids on a merry-go-round or listened to the rain slapping on the ground, ever followed a butterfly's erratic flight or gazed at the sun into the fading night? You better slow down. Don't dance so fast. Time is short. The music won't last. Do you run through each day on the fly? When you ask, how are you, do you hear the reply? When the day is done, do you lie in your bed with the next hundred chores running through your head? You'd better slow down. Don't dance so fast. Time is short. The music won't last. Ever told your child, we'll do it tomorrow, and in your haste, not see his sorrow? Ever lost touch, let a good friendship die, because you never had time to call and say hi? Better slow down, don't dance so fast, time is short, the music won't last. When you run so fast to get somewhere, you miss half the fun of getting there. When you worry and hurry through your day, It is like an unopened gift thrown away. Life is not a race. Do take it slower. Hear the music before the song song is over. And that's that's the poem. And I know you're probably saying, what does it have to do with this too shall pass? So much. If you go back and if you read it and you you apply even those things to life, sometimes the challenges that we want to rush through and we want to make go away, are the very ones to grow that will grow us, that will mature us, that will increase that patience, will that increase our faith. But we again, mm. we don't want to go through anything. We don't want to stay mm. in fight that marriage with that patience. We don't want to fight really for anything. I heard Miss Earlene say that we're after, many people are after God's hand, not his heart. That's mm. it. Same way we are with life. We, we want that, that great life, but we don't want to do what it takes to renew our minds, to, to be able to have enough discernment and wisdom to guard our hearts. So that sometimes we don't, we won't, because some things we go through, we just find ourselves there. We, we, I mean, we are there because of choices. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> Some of the things that we go through, you have to think, turn around and say, hey, how do I play? What, what, what is my role? And I think that has a lot to do with, with it, even what you were talking about Sunday, uh, Rodney, yesterday about, you know, returning home. People, people have a difficult time forgiving others because they have such a difficult time forgiving themselves. So when they reach those battles, those challenges, sometimes it's even harder to go through it because we're not willing to be honest about what's happening, why it's happening, and now what do I do about it rather than putting the blame on someone else and something else. Anything, Rodney? <laughs> I think that's so important for us to 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 really consider, to really think about. Sometimes it's better for you to be in the situation that you don't want to be in. 
Because what are, what are you going to get out of life if you rush through everything? Do you prefer to warm your food up in the microwave or in the oven? Because I remember somebody said something uh, years ago, and what they said was, whatever time you set on the microwave for your food to warm up, that's how long you have before it gets before it gets cold again. You put it on two minutes, you got two minutes before it gets cold. But see, we want things to be so fast. We want things to be over fast. And I'm glad you made that point. Friday, do you think that, like, even with the transformation, that's what that's what this show is about, is just transforming um, your life. And, of course, we know in order to do that, you got to deal with the roots. you gotta, you got to look inward and, and know that, Digging up, I mean, the challenge in in digging up roots. You think about things that have embedded in the ground, those those trees. And when you think about, it, you got to pull those roots up and out. That's a difficult process. It's a challenge mm-hmm. to do that. And even with the transformation and getting people to really um, think about changing themselves, not someone else. Many people avoid that transformation process, that that change, the work that it takes, the consistent work that it takes to change, something as simple as what we talk about, the, the trash can, um, mm-hmm. moving it, but, but recognizing how often you go back to where you moved it from. The same thing with the things that we allow to be embedded in us, to root in us. And so those mm-hmm. same things come up as some of those challenges that we want to go away, that we don't even want to come. Those things, that healing, I guess I should say, that healing, in my opinion, oftentimes shows up within those trials, those circumstances, those situations that we want to just run through. We want it to go away. Um, and, again, I think oftentimes we 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 make it go away by not dealing with it, which causes the next challenge, the next thing that we go through even that much greater because now it's like you've planted a tree on top of the roots from the other tree that you dug up, but you left the roots down. Yeah. And so these keep going and going and going to the point where you get to a point in life where you think, oh, it's, it's never going to pass. I just It's kind of the woe me. Um, attitude rather than okay, a, a greater day is coming, a greater way is coming. This too shall pass. Tammy, I think that people should read First uh, Peter five and ten to go along with what you're saying now. And it says, "But the God of all grace, who has called us unto His eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after." that ye have suffered a while. Mm. Make you perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. You have to suffer. It says after you have suffered a while, meaning this is not going to be 
an easy process. It's not going to be a quick process. But it says, after ye have suffered a while, make you perfect. So here's why you're suffering. Because he's trying to make you establish, strengthen, and settle you. That's Mm -hmm. That's the point of your suffering. Now, going back to something that you said at the beginning, if you ask anybody, if they want those four things, you want God to make you perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. If you ask anybody, if they want those four things, they will tell you, yes, absolutely. But are you willing to suffer for a while? Because if you if you do the, if you do the first thing, you do the first thing, and that is suffer. For your suffering, you're going to get the other four. But are you willing to suffer for a while? And there is no time limit given. It just said for a while, and that's up to God, not necessarily you. Now. You can be like the Israelites and spend 40 years somewhere that should only be, I think, 27 days or something. But you have to be willing to suffer for a while. So, again, that's First Peter 5 and 10. Cool. Well, like we said, everybody, Rodney, we're going to do this tonight. I'm sitting here looking at looking at the game and volume turned down, of course. Uh, Fourteen ten is twelve. <laughs> oh, oh, you're a little ahead. Okay, cool. Uh, well, we, <laughs> I'll just, you, you know, I got to I know we were not going to stay on long tonight. We were going to we were going to bail out on you guys. But, again, this is really about, because you're you're either going through it, been through it, or headed for it, Um, especially if you're on a journey to really determine, hey, who am I? Um, What do I want out of life? Where am I in life? You're going to have to have some roots pulled up. And even Mm -hmm. sometimes, even the more, when God has a calling and a purpose, on, uh, purpose, and that's that's the, I mean, hopefully the the most of many of us. So, but we, I feel too that we we run so much from God's will, God's purpose, and we try to we we try to serve and seek our flesh in so many ways until we get so entangled. Um, and again, we forget about the last thing that we were able to come through that seemed so um, unbearable at the time. And you look back now and you think, okay, but, but we survived. We're here. Um, so that's what it's about. Not what you're, not make the focus of what you're going through, but make the focus of how, how I'm going to grow through this. What glory will I see for God at the end? Um, but I do think that we're always 
uh, for me, I say always in the desert, just just different places in the desert. There's some beautiful places in the desert, and there's a there's a chat some places where you're very very challenged. But for those who are seeking change, I just feel like you're you're always going to be in that desert. But I don't see the desert as such an isolated and a bad place anymore. It's a place that's mandatory if you are going to get there. It's mandatory if you're going to change your life, own your life in the sense of going back to those choices. Those things happen, by, but by choice, we allow them to make us or break us. So that's what it's about. Don't let your challenges defeat you. Don't let life happening defeat you. And don't minimize someone else's stuff. Smaller, smaller, big to you, doesn't matter. Because, again, we all are different. We all have come from different paths, walks of life, and our challenges are different and how we perceive them are different. So let's not minimize what someone else sees as a challenge that we may see as, you know, just a little, just a little anthill. So that's what I'll say. Always remember that whatever it is you're going through, it will pass. You, do you have the patience, like Rodney said? Do you have the patience? Do you have the faith? Are you willing to stick around to see it through, or do you run? Do you run to the woe it's me closet? Do you run and just cover it up with something else or somebody else or whatever? So that's what this show was about tonight. We hope that you guys got something out of it. Um, Rodney, I'll turn it over to you, and, and we'll get ready to close out and watch this game. <laughs> and the good game it has been so far. I was, uh, uh, it was so funny, Tammy, when I um, um, saw the, the, the title of tonight's show. Um, I, uh, for some reason, the, the, the story of Joe um, came to mind, and I was, I was gonna dig into that, but we'll 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 just leave that out there for now. Um, but I will encourage all of you uh, to go and read that story. Um, now, Rodney, if you want to dig in, dig in. Can't, can't <laughs> not. No, I'm no, serious. I'm I gonna can... I'm gonna leave it, huh? I, I'm serious. I can make the time for that. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that out there because what I what I would like to happen is. Um, for everyone who's listening, um, to go back in your um, in your free time or in your quiet time, whenever you whenever you're studying, um, read that story because we are going to come back to that story. But I want you guys to read it and, and don't read it with any distractions. And I don't mean you're trying to read and kids in the other room being loud. I'm not talking about those distractions. But don't read it with the distractions of how you've heard someone present it before or how somebody's preached it before or, or anything like that. Just read it. And let your mind be clear and let your mind be free and take in what's in the story. And like I was sharing with Tamaria yesterday, when it comes to this, you know, 
God giving everybody so many interpretations. The Bible is very literal. It's not hard to figure out. The Bible is very literal, and it is very simple. It is very direct. We start getting into these interpretations when we are trying to uh, fit our agenda a lot of times or we're trying to make uh, trying trying to find excuses or or justify things but the bible is very direct and it is very little take it for what it is so again read that story with no distractions um don't read it with a cloudy mind be free and be clear and just read it and see what it is saying. Here's how I am going to end uh, the show tonight. Second Corinthians, the fourth chapter, the 18th verse. And it says, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. This has been another episode of the Butterfly Evolution Show. Tim and I want to thank you guys for tuning in. We always, always, always appreciate your support, even if you never ask a question. Or make a comment You being here with us Taking the time out of your schedule We really appreciate it Until next time We hope that you have A great night Whether you choose to watch the game Or do something else And we hope that you have a blessed week I'm looking forward to spring break Next week And we'll definitely Be back Same time, same station next Monday. Good night, everybody.
But I know 